All right, AJ, we've got five more minutes on the clock. For today's opt-in, I want to focus on a conversation we had, or more of a workshop we had as an organization last week, talking about kicking off with a new client for you know a new project. So for our context, obviously we work with a bunch of different companies in their sales development team. A lot of this stuff could also translate really well to just starting a new role as an SDR, or maybe you moved products or moved divisions within your sales department if you're at a larger organization. So. Um, I sort of wanted to just set the stage there and then, yeah, do you have any main takeaways from that conversation that you think could be helpful for the audience? Yeah. Um, and I want to take this from sort of like a, a manager point of view, I guess. I know a lot of the stuff that we talked about internally was how you as an SDR can sort of best set yourself up for success when you ramp up on a new client or if you're a new SDR or a new organization, how to like accelerate some of the basic development that you need to, to hit the ground running. But from a manager perspective, something that I picked up on um, that I don't know if it, I guess it could be done better <laughs> across the industry overall, but a lot of times when an SDR is brought onto a team, if they're brand new, just out of college, never really had a sales job before, kind of getting their feet wet within the world of, in our space, B2B tech sales, um, a lot of times they don't know what they don't know. They come in and they're like, what is a CRM? or how do I sequence emails? What does sequencing emails even mean? There's like a, a base level of knowledge that um, I think is, is almost expected at this point that a lot of reps don't come in with. And managers can help shrink that gap considerably by instead of when someone comes in and they say, hey, go do some research on our company and figure out what we do and sort of where our value is. Instead, they can point them in the direction of some key resources that reps should have under their belt to, to get going. And I know a lot of the stuff that we talked about internally stemmed from, you know, we have some basic collateral around like or like white papers, data sheets, et cetera, of like what we do, how we can best serve our clients, things like that. But additionally, here are some industry leading newsletters that you can you can take a look at. Or here are some publications that talk about our space in depth. Go ahead and skim those to get a basic idea of what we do. And I think elevating sort of that onboarding process for reps beyond just like, here's some info on who we are, read up, to here's some info about us and the space at large. It gives reps the breadth that they need when they're first starting out to really understand like, who are we? How can we help people? And where do we sit in the overall landscape of like our tech and what we do? That, that was a huge takeaway for me. Yeah, and I think you hit on something that I thought was really important that was touched on is the fact that every SDR is different and needs a different amount of knowledge before they're comfortable to start reaching out on the phones. We know plenty of SDRs at Demand Drive that you give them the elevator pitch for your product and they're like, great, I can start selling this now. And they'll do a great job because there is something about that, like you don't know what you don't know. They're almost like so naive to some of the facts that it's easy for them to say, hey, that's a great question and be genuine about it. Let me connect you with my product specialist. On the flip side, and this definitely describes me more as an SDR, is I want to know as much about the product as possible because I need to have that in order to feel confident on the phone talking about it, talking about things related to it. And it's a whole spectrum, right? So I think figuring out where you as an SDR or if you're the manager, where your SDRs are the most comfortable, right? You don't want them to be super overwhelmed with too much information if there's someone that can just pick up the phone and start ripping it. 
and then on the flip side, you don't like you don't want someone nervous on the phone who's just going to shut down as soon as the other end picks up because they're like, I don't, I don't even know the name of the product I'm selling, right? So finding that balance and finding that spot where they're as comfortable as they can be. Obviously, they won't be super comfortable until they do it for a while, but as comfortable as they can be to start using the phones, sending out emails, sending out messages. Um, that's really, I think, the the key find that I pulled out. Mm. Yeah, I love the, the way you said that. Just start ripping it. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to pick up the phone and I'm just going to rip 100 dials. Do I know the name of the product? No. Does it matter? Probably. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it's funny. I think back to there was a post I saw on LinkedIn a while ago of um, it was a picture of somebody with a fire hose, like literally this far away from their face. And it was just blasting them with water. And the caption was an SDR after their first week of training. And I think like a lot of reps experience that, like the whole drinking through a fire hose mentality of their first week is you just get overloaded with information. And it sounds like for someone like you, you kind of relish that because you want to know everything there is to know about the product, the space, the solution, who you help, the value you bring, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas some reps would rather that hose be just a trickle and they can get what they need out of it. And then over time start to add on supplement that knowledge with industry newsletters or um, YouTube channels. I know that was something that was brought up during the, the symposium was going onto the YouTube channel of your company and just looking at what you produce um, from like a webinar or podcast standpoint, because that can give you a real um, solid lens from not just internally, but like third party outside of your company view of what you do and who you help. And that can be really valuable for a rep. So supplementing all of that information that you get initially with some of those external resources could be really valuable for some people. But like you said, for some people, you know, managers have to just know what your best learning style is and kind of cater to that. Yeah, exactly. And don't underestimate that YouTube rabbit hole, that algorithm for helping you if you're doing, you know, research for your job. It can be so easy to get stuck in, right? And um, whatever crap you're looking at. But if you start searching for videos that are about your product, your service, your company, you're going to see their videos, related videos, your competitors' videos. It'll give you a, a pretty good idea of the space. And it's something that um, I don't think a lot of reps are doing. So definitely a great piece of advice that came out of that. All right, AJ, 15 seconds. Tell everybody about opt-in. Opt-in, quick five-ish minute videos, actionable sales development tips, minimal fluff. You can find us on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on our Instagram, and on the website, demanddrive.com. Did you see that countdown? It went five, four, three, and then just started recording. It didn't give me a oh, two or a one. No, I got a two and a one. Oh.